Today's episode, I start with reading out an email I received from a client and then discuss what was the healing movement of the souls for her family system that enabled her to change her health so drastically. Of course, as always, when I discuss cases from my practice, names, dates, locations and other circumstances of the case are changed, so the individual cannot be recognized, nor the constellations, in order to keep client confidentiality, to respect their privacy and that of their family systems as well, as not to disturb the healing movement of the souls. Welcome to the Family Constellation Virtual Podcast. I'm your host Maya and with every episode I take you deep down into family systems in search for ancestral healing. I have close to 20 years of experience in this field, working for international clients, workshop participants and trainees as a systemic coach and facilitator with a bachelor degree in family constellations in the method of Bert Hellinger. Here we are exploring hidden dynamics and family secrets, finding what heals the family wound and what brings happiness and freedom to our lives with case studies, insights and interviews around family constellation and related soul healing modalities. So here's what she wrote to me. It has been a great soul exploration and healing that I was privileged to take with you. I always said I want to develop and grow myself to be my authentic self. However, I never knew how or what that meant, looked or felt like until today when I realized this is the closest I've ever been to who I really am. I have been to many Family Constellation virtual workshops and one-on-one -on -one sessions. We looked at multiple issues I had, including a disease that was with me for years. What I really felt with all of these issues before was helplessness and despair, because despite many different attempts to heal, nothing stuck and I always found myself back in the same situation. But with every constellation with you, I felt more to be myself than someone else who's not listening to me and sabotaging my efforts to change to the better. This amazing sense of finally letting go this sort of imposter after each session has often helped me to get rid of the issue immediately or within the next month. While many of those issues, some people might say it was a coincidence that it happened to get resolved after having a constellation, there was two specifically that have no other explanation. The first one was my thyroid. I was diagnosed with Hashimoto almost 10 years ago. This meant that I had to be on thyroid medications for the rest of my life. Other than the symptoms, which were typically mood swings, lack of energy and brain fogginess, I also had to take my medications one hour before even coffee every morning, which was a constant reminder to me that I am not normal, or at least that's how I felt. After my constellation with you, I decided to get off my medications. Three months later, after I was sure the medications were out of my system, 
I went for my normal checkup and my blood test results were normal. When I told my endocrinologist, she was astonished. Over a year later and I am healthy and my thyroid loves me again. The second issue, which is the real reason why I'm sending this email, is that I came to you last week with the issue of brain fogginess. It's not just the fact that I find it hard to recall things and think on my feet. It's the feeling that I'm like a deer in the headlights whenever I'm put on the spot and someone asks me about something that I can't recall. I hated that feeling and it was frustrating that although my thyroid is fixed, the symptom is not gone. I couldn't imagine if this is how I am at 34. I don't want to know how my life will be when I'm 70. This time you were guided to do a regression instead of a constellation and it took us to my birth, which we did work on when we were looking into what seemed like another unrelated issue. This time, towards the end of the regression, I felt another shift of my energy where not the fear was only gone, but I started to feel a bit happier and a little excited during my birth. The plot twist here is that I feel now that I am more alert and somehow I feel like I have gained my power and control back over my life, including the food. We did have a consolation because I'm an emotional eater and no matter what I did, I never seemed to lose weight and kept it off. After the constellation, it became easier to make healthier food decisions and to commit to my workout. However, I seem to have tried to find ways to sabotage that. I would actually talk myself into smoking, not because I enjoy it, but because it made food taste better and so I would end up binge eating. And again, this felt like it wasn't me. I did not truly want that, but somehow this is where I end up. I even had a procedure to make my stomach smaller to reduce the food intake and somehow I still used to manage to eat a whole pizza by myself. Well, there is a happy ending to this chapter. For the past week eating what's good for me came to me naturally and even if I wanted to eat something naughty like fries, I was content with a few chips instead of the whole portion. I was amazed by myself, not because this is what the media or people tell me healthy lifestyle should be, but because I felt I had a choice and I was in control of my decisions and actions. Today I genuinely feel that I am closer to my authentic self than I have ever been. I know my spiritual journey is nowhere close to its end, but I'm glad I feel and know I'm on the right path. I can't thank you enough for being an amazing partner in guiding me through this journey. So much love and gratitude I carry for you in my heart. With love, light and gratitude, Annette from Sweden. So what has happened here for Annette to make this shift? Before we have a look at the disease named Hashimoto, let me just assure you that I never give medical advice since I'm not a trained physician. Nor have I recommended to Annette uh, to discharge her meds. That was her own choice, unknown to me. We are only working with the soul movements, not with the physical manifestation of it. 
Hashimoto disease is an autoimmune disorder. The immune system creates antibodies that attack thyroid cells as if they were bacteria, viruses or some other foreign body. The immune system wrongly enlists disease-fighting agents that damage cells and lead to cell death. What exactly causes the immune system to attack thyroid cells is not clear. The onset of disease may be related to the genders, environmental triggers, interactions between environmental and genetic factors, according to an article of the well-respected U.S. clinic Mayo. These are some factors which are associated with an increased risk of Hashimoto's disease as well as the gender. Women are much more likely to get Hashimoto's disease and age. Hashimoto's disease can occur at any age but most commonly occurs during middle age. To the genetics and family history, there are higher risks for Hashimoto's disease if others in their family have thyroid disorders or other autoimmune diseases. So these are the symptoms and just some of them that they are naming in this article I'm quoting here. Fatigue and sluggishness, increased sensitivity to cold, increased sleepiness, dry skin, depression, swelling of the thyroid goiter, a puffy face. And the prescribed therapy is due to this article to give hormone regulating medications. Now let's look at the disease from a non-physical viewpoint. Everything the body does or doesn't do is caused by the soul, mind or by emotions. The physical manifestation is just the result of this imbalance in the energy field of the individual. Is this a new viewpoint to you? Then I invite you to just follow along and see where it leads us. Looking only at the body means to treat the symptom and not the cause. In regards to the thyroid problem, we constellated Annette's family system by placing figurines on a board who represented different family members. Here we could see her mother was in the focus. Knowing that Hashimoto is predominantly a female disease, this was not a surprise. We had to place many generations from the maternal line of Annette's family on the board, represented each by a different figurine. All of them mothers. I asked Annette to choose a figurine for the disease as well as for her and to place them in relationship to the represented family members on the board. Guided by the informing field and the help of her ancestors, She placed the Hashimoto figurine next to the woman in the fifth generation of mothers. That was her great-great-great-grandmother. Of course, she never had heard of her before, nor her stories, and knew nothing about her destiny. But the morphogenetic field was holding the important information for her at hands until she was ready to receive it. She placed her own figurine away from everyone but turned towards this generation and it was facing down, looking to the ground. On close inspection it became clear that the figurine representing the fifth generation of mothers was also looking to the ground. She had chosen for her unconsciously the color red, indicating a strong emotion, in this case grief. 
Through experience and myself being connected to the field of Annette's family system, I knew that this woman has lost a child, most likely her firstborn, either through a disease, accident or even an abortion. She never got out of this trauma and her soul was literally trapped in the stage of grief until this day when Annette came to constellate her Hashimoto disease. Therefore, she wasn't able to pass on the unconditional love of her mother to her other surviving children, one of which was Annette's great-great-grandmother. In the orders of love from Bert Hellinger, we call this an imbalance or disruption of the flow of love that causes all kinds of sufferings for the future generations through epigenetic inheritance. Now that the figurine Annette chose for herself was also looking down, drawn to her great-great-great-grandmother but not able to look at her nor her disease, gave away the true sole cause of her Hashimoto condition. She also was in a state of grief, either through entanglement with her great-great-great-grandmother or through a loss of a child of her own. I knew she has no children, so I asked her if she has lost a child or terminated a pregnancy. Astonished, she said she had an abortion and never knew how much she suffers from her loss until today. I asked her to look at the great-great-great-grandmother and say, I follow you. After repeating the sentence of resolution, she felt it was the utmost truth and a great relief in form of a sigh came immediately to her simply by acknowledging this dynamic that she had no knowledge of. This made the figurine representing the grieving ancestor aware of her own grief and she was instantly snapped out of her trauma. Represented by Annette, who felt her pain by resonating with her, she could let go of the stuck emotion through crying heavily. After this, the ancient mother was able to turn to her daughter and open her heart to her, pouring unconditional love out which rippled through the generations down all the way to Annette. By giving not only the lost child of her great-great-great-grandmother, but also her own, a place in the family system where they belong to, this old wound of the family soul could heal, and in the wake of it, Annette's Hashimoto disease could let go of her, since it had fulfilled its purpose, making her aware of the missing child five generations ago that needed to be seen and loved, unconsciously repeated, by Annette's own abortion. It was clear that the Hashimoto will ease, as at the end of the session with Annette, the figurine representing the disease was moving away from the family, turning towards the edge of the board, a clear sign that it won't be needed anymore. Women in her middle ages are programmed to have children. The hormones are supporting this as well. No wonder that a disturbance of this flow of life through the loss of a child by terminating a pregnancy, either by nature, accident or deliberately, can cause a thyroid disease with the symptoms described earlier, which points already to the sole cause of the disease, and to look deeper than into their own physical existence, all the way back seven generations. 
Thankfully, with the mythology gifted to us by Bert Hellinger, these hidden traumas can come to light and heal not only the family wound, but also the individual suffering from the disease, as we have seen so clearly in Annette's case. So that's it for episode two, and big thank you and hug for Annette, who has shared with us her soul-healing journey so far. In our next episode, we will look at adoptions and what is needed here to heal the family wound. Thank you for listening. If you want to bring more happiness and freedom to your life and the life of your loved ones, please visit us at familyconstellationvirtual.com and sign up for a workshop, a training or a one-on-one -on -one session and check out our YouTube channel. If you sign up for our newsletter to stay tuned, you will also receive for free our guided meditation, The Gift, to help you connect with your ancestors. Mm -hmm.